All right, welcome to the Let It Fly show. I am Michael Severe, joined by former Creighton Blue Jay and Central Eagle Josh Jones, three-time state champion, if you don't know. <laughs> and, of course, he went to the same school where both my kids are going now, yes, so I'm sir. very happy about that. I got a senior yeah. and a freshman. I'm very happy about that. Yep. We are recording inside the now world-famous Let It Fly, Let it fly Sports Bar yep. Podcast Studio. Why is it world-famous? Because I'm here. No, that's I'm what we call it. No, yeah. it's just, I mean, if you name something, something, that's it, what it becomes. Yeah, exactly. It becomes something like that. Yeah, no as, doubt. We, as you know, this yeah. is the place to come for an upscale right. um, sports, sports bar, bar experience. experience, but more is than it, just that, right? I agree, yeah. You're going to get great food. Yeah. There's so many TVs. Right. Maybe you'll see some slap boxing or slap whatever on TV right. when you come to visit yeah. right now because there's not a lot of sports going yeah. on, but still come out and yeah. get some food as well. Speaking or, of that menu. Yeah, man. I was looking at tell that. Tell me, okay, I got, I got, I'm picking something. We do this every show. Yeah. I'm going to pick something. You pick something. Yeah. What do you want to point out? All right, out? got it, man. I want to roll with those Let It Fly nachos. Oh, those things are huge. I mean, yeah, exactly. Those are and, huge. And I'm one of those guys where, like, you know, my eyes be bigger than my stomach. But I mean, <laughs> Not on this. Yeah, not with this, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like I said, it's full of ground beef, spices, black beans, melted cheddar, cilantro, pico de gallo. Uh, we used to say jalapenos and college. Uh, jalapeno. Jalapenos, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, sour cream. It's delicious, man. I mean, you'll look at it, yeah. and it's like, man, I don't know if I'm hanging out in a sports bar or I'm on a food network. There's no doubt. It There's looks no good, doubt. man. So I like those Little Fly nachos, man. Amazing. All I, all I want, can I get the sour cream on the side? Yeah, where? Can on you the give, side? Me a, give me guacamole instead. Really? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a sour cream guy. Never yeah. been a sour cream guy. Man. I don't get it. I used to order for uh, Lent. I don't eat meat during Lent. Word. And so I would get the seven-layer burrito from Taco Bell back in the day. For sure. But I get no sour cream. Give me extra guacamole. Yeah. You got your pick, right? I'm going to let you I go. I got mine, man. All right, both, mine yeah. is happy hour. Yeah, for sure. Happy hour and reverse happy yeah. hour right now is amazing at Let It Fly. The reverse happy hour is when I'm sleeping. 9 p.m. to <laughs> 1 a.m. I'm serious, dude. 9 p.m. <laughs> to 1 a.m. Reverse happy hour. Regular yeah. happy hour is 3 to 6. Listen to the weekly schedule. Right. Okay, so what you do is Monday, uh-huh. it is let the wings fly. Man. Whatever kind of sauce you want to get. Right. Tuesday is? Taco Tuesday. Of course, no, Taco plan. Tuesday LeBron, it is. LeBron, LeBron. And then Wednesday is burger night. Yep. And by the way, the burger, 12 bucks, you get a deluxe burger with fries or yeah. a classic cheeseburger oh, with fries for 13 It's amazing. Thursday is the all-day breakfast. They're having yep. that great breakfast sandwich, yep. which is the brochet bun, fried egg, uh, ranch, bacon, crispy onions, and hash browns yep. on that. And then Friday is pizza night. Man. My favorite. You, yeah, you're a pizza guy. The jalapeno I love too, and hot honey. Like oh, yeah. that's so good. I choose a steak over pizza or burger over pizza any day. Really? I will. I the think, reason why is because yeah. when I was younger, man. We ate so much pizza. Did you really? Yeah. But did you eat good pizza though? I don't know if it was good or not. See, there's it a was difference. All we had. <laughs> there's, I know there's a there's a uh, bumper sticker out well, there. It was like home team pizza. Oh, well, I've heard of that. Yeah, it yeah. was good. So there's a good. bumper sticker yeah, out there yeah, that yeah. says. Something about something involving sex and pizza that is incorrect Word. every day for sure. Bad pizza, yeah, never hey, outs- worth eating. Outside of Let It Fly, yeah. What's the best best pizza that you've ever had? Like in my what, life, like what state? You know, because well, you've been New everywhere. York, man. New York style pizza is still my favorite. I did go. <laughs> I was in San Francisco once. Yeah, and we went to this little pizza joint only because we were washing our clothes next door. Word. Okay. We were all been there for two weeks. We yeah. had washing clothes at the Washateria laundromat. Yeah. We say Washateria in the South. And then I walked over. I'm like, oh, it's a pizza place. Go get some pizza. Right. And I'm not lying. It was incredible. Yeah. Thin crust, like I like it. Nicely slots mozzarella. It for was sure. incredible. Little cups of pepperoni. It oh, was delicious. Man. But here. If you're going to go locally and you want to get a pizza locally, I'll tell you, Brick Oven Pizzeria, 72nd yep. over there yeah. at Jones. You can hear me, Val? It's outstanding. Are we locked in? We, we okay good. now? Okay, we good. good. We uh, good. So lots of news going on. Not yep. a lot of sports going on, but right. the news is going on. For sure. And the news, of course, is conference expansion all over again. I know it's been crazy. Uh, what team made the statement that it's not a matter of us leaving, it's how and when? Exactly. So now that was Florida State. There you, Florida We're going to see yeah. if Florida State can actually do it because Florida State – ACC has a grant of rights a deal. So every team in the ACC said, look, we're not going to leave. Matter of fact, if we do leave, we have to give you $50 million. So for Florida State to be able to leave, they would either have Clemson go with them and come to some sort of arrangement, or they'd have to fork out a lot of money. I don't think that's going to happen. But as for the teams that are moving, it feels like 2010, 2011 all over again when we were involved before. Back then, you know, you had Colorado leave first. They left for the Pac-12. Then you had Nebraska Nebraska leave leave for the the Big Big Ten. And then you had Missouri leave to the SEC. And then A&M followed them. But what's the deal like Florida State, though? Why do they want to go? 
Like, well, it's because the like ACC, they, they don't get as much money. Get, so yeah, here's what right. they want. So the ACC, yeah. like the Big Ten, right. gives the same amount of money to everybody. Word. Every team in there gets the same amount of money. Okay. Florida State's like, wait a minute. We're Florida State. Right. We should not be getting the, the same amount that Duke is getting for football or whatever. Right. So they don't like the distribution. That's their yeah, issue. For sure. As for the other ones that are moving, yeah. the Pac-12 was trying to put together a TV deal. Yeah. And they wanted it to be in the 30s, right? Problem was they couldn't get a deal in the 30s because they screwed themselves. Five years ago, ESPN said to them, look, we'll come in, take over your network, help you out, and everybody will get paid. And they were like, no, No. we can do it ourselves. Man, them games be at night, man. I'll be asleep. And (laughs) and they got teams on there who people don't care about. I don't care about watching Duke football. I'm talking about Pac-12 now. Oh, Pac-12. So, like, you uh, Cal. Yeah. Stanford. Yeah. Even Washington well, even the State, same Washington Oregon State. State. Yeah, right, the small sure. schools. Yeah, my bad. So, yeah. so, what's happening is, you know, the Pac-12 was trying to figure out what's going on after they lost USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, which is for obvious. Sure. Obvious. Right. Then you're sitting there, and the commissioner for the Pac-12 cut a deal. Yep. And the deal was to be on Apple. Like, so that's like subscri- Apple TV? Yes. So, subscription only. Now, it was going to be $24 million per team, which is not a lot. No. Not for a major conference. Right. And so, Washington and Oregon were like, you know what? We don't have to go home. We got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, right. And so, they contact the Big Ten. The Big Ten's like, we don't want to break up the Pac-12, but we also don't want to miss out on any really good teams. Exactly. So, we're going to go and we're going to take Washington and Oregon. right. As soon as that happens, you're like, well, what's left? Who who would you say is the, um, who's the pioneer of all this? Like, who, who started other teams? Conference expansion? Yeah. Well, if you really want to go way back, yeah, you go back to Penn State. Okay. So, Penn State was an yeah. independent, right. winning national championships, going undefeated, yeah. and they decided to join the Big Ten to make it the Big 11. Gotcha. That was way back in 95, 96. I never so think about that. that's way back. I, don't, I can't even say I knew that. That's way back. I'm a Penn, I grew up a Penn State fan. Word. My dad used to cook on campus there, so All I was right. a fan of that team. But that, that's going way back. So, then what happens is... The Big 12 goes, yeah. you know what? We just signed our big contract. Yeah. It would help us to grab some more teams. Right. So Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah yeah. are going now to the Big 12. Yeah. That leaves behind just Cal and Stanford, two great academic institutions. Right. And two not-so-great academic to, institutions, yeah, Washington State and Oregon State. Exactly, yeah. So they're stuck. But listen, to, this is the Big 12 now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting next year when all these teams move and everything, yep. here's what you're going to have. It's not bad, I don't think. So in the state of Texas, you have TCU, Texas Tech, Baylor, and Houston. Dang. So, right, you got the whole state the whole pretty state, much the covered. Whole state, yeah. Then you have old Big Eight teams, yep. Colorado, Colorado, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State. Yep. So you got the old Big Eight, those four teams together. Yep. Then you have, I already named Houston, but two of the other best non-Power 5 schools are also going with them. Cincinnati, Central Florida, and Cincinnati are going to be there this year. Yeah. So now you have all the way over there on yeah. the East Coast. Right. All the way out there on the yeah. West Coast. On top of that, the Mountain Time Zone, Arizona, Arizona State, yep. BYU, BYU, and BYU. Utah. Yeah. yeah. And then on the outside, you got Oklahoma State. Yeah. They, no, yeah. they have nothing in the so, But, but yeah. that means Bedlam's going away. Right. You want to get, so Bedlam is the game between Oklahoma, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Yeah, right. You know the first time they played it, what year that was? Was that like, let me, I'm just going to guess. What year do you think it was? Like, mm, like, 1956. 1904. Ah. <laughs> the first time they played Bedlam was 1904. Right. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, yeah. a ball is fumbled. It is rolling across the field. Everybody's chasing it. In the end zone, there is a, a big puddle of water, and it's like all muddy and everything. They all jump into the puddle to try to get the ball. Wait, hold the on. Ball, they get the ball. <laughs> It goes nuts. They write in the paper the next day, it was bedlam yeah. at this game because of what happened. Got and you. that's how it happened. So what did the helmets look like? What did the goalposts look like? What did the pads look like? Well, I know the goalposts used to be right at the goal line. That's scary. Yeah. You ran into those a yeah, lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think they probably had their regular colors Word. that they have now. Yeah. But I know the helmets didn't have nothing. Back in 1904, the helmets had zero on So it looked like just a headset. Color. Basically. Well, it was just a piece of it was a piece of leather. Oh wow. But that's all it was back then. So yeah. that's why so many people died all right, back man. in the old days. But yeah. it's you know what? What we yeah. got now is the Big Ten, I think right now is, is yeah. settled in what they have. Right. Um I think they'll feel pretty comfortable. Yeah. That all start in twenty four. Yeah, how much you think uh in effect the uh expansion of the college football playoffs is gonna have on these moves? Like people trying to Well it's funny, it changes you know? everything, right? Yeah. So 
Oregon, if they were smart, yeah. they would have figured out a way to stay in the Pac-12 and keep it together because the way it was set up was the top six teams, yeah. including those five from the Power Five conferences, got right. an automatic bid. Yeah. So there's a better chance, right, of Oregon winning the Pac-12, Pac-12 yeah. staying there exactly. with USC and UCLA yeah. gone, right, man. but they wanted more money. For sure. And so what the Big Ten is going to do, they're going to pay them a partial amount. Right. $30 million, yeah, which is right. more than, they, more got than the they got before. Yeah. So they'll pay them that for, sure. for the first few years. Then the new contract will come out, a TV contract, and everybody yeah. will be getting their money. But right. the Big Ten and the SEC right now are yeah. obviously the dominant. Right. And then you have the Big 12, which I read, the, that's not bad. Yeah. And then you have the ACC, and you mentioned all the turmoil. Yeah. Florida State's not happy. Yeah, for sure. Clemson's not happy. Yeah, for sure. It makes it very difficult on yeah, them. Yeah, right. But what we're going to get right. is we're going to still get football. Yep. You'll still be able to bet yep. back on football. <laughs> You'll still be able to bet on football. <laughs> yeah. And as long as you can watch football and bet on football, we'll be okay. We'll be straight. No matter we'll where they okay. go. No right. matter where they're playing, no matter what they're doing, we'll yeah. be okay. Hey, what's the drop on uh, Huskers practicing six days in a row? Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. No? Hey, you have the time to do it. True. You got to kill. So they had 15 days as of Monday yeah. before the start of the season in terms of practice days. For sure. Get your practice game right. Yeah. That, now, don't, mean, that I, don't mean full pass. I, maybe I'm just thinking. Well, yeah, it changes up. So yeah. they, can, they only can tackle a percentage amount of time. For sure. They can only be on the field in, in full pads a certain amount of time. And so they're taking care of the yeah, kids. They're sure. taking care of And they're doing like morning and then evening the next day so you get more break. Word. Sound like I'm about, I'm about a pretty say, good idea. And hopefully in a Coach Altman trick bag. We used to practice. He said, you got the whole weekend. You got the rest of the day. Yeah. Tomorrow. And then you practice at 5 o'clock. <laughs> that's not three days. That's a half a weekend. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a week. That's a week kind of. Yeah, right. That's not an end. Um, last thing to say about this, though. For sure. Out of all the teams in the Big Ten, yep. with all the additions, yep. Nebraska is best off because middle of the country. Yep. So no matter if they're going to go all the way out to the West Coast know, or they're that, going that all the way to the East Coast, same. it's half. I know. It's not like, you hey, know, traveling makes Rutgers a going to man. Oregon, man. It, it makes does. a difference, bro. Did you hear what um, Matt Rule said about the way they determined travel affecting you? They said for every time zone you go over, it takes one day to recover. I think that's true. So if you're leaving East Coast and you're going all the way to pack, you're not ready to go until Wednesday. Dang. So, yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, just recovering from travel. Right. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there on Wednesday or Thursday going, okay, now I feel like myself again. For sure. It's rough, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Get me excited for these Huskers, man. I'm excited for the season. Yeah. I'll be kind of excited when we stop talking about conference expansion and let you move on to watching football. For sure. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear from one of the greatest wide receivers in Nebraska football history, the Afro man himself, Kenny, Kenny Bell. Bell, will join us. <laughs> we'll chat with him about everything going on in his life and look back, of course, to his time with the Huskers as well, right here on the Let It Fly Show. Hey, everybody, it's Josh and Michael from the Let It Fly Show to tell you more about our favorite thing to eat. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Josh loves Omaha Steaks. I love Omaha Steaks. You love Omaha Steaks as well. Everybody does. And as I always say, it's never a bad time to get Omaha Steaks as a present. I'm talking about Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Fourth of July. Monday, Tuesday, yeah, don't Father's about Day, Mother's Day. All the days Day. with the Ys. Right. Don't, don't, don't forget any of those. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Your birthday, it doesn't matter. Right. Go to the website, omahasteaks.com, and check out the great packages they have, yeah. including the game day package, which is loaded with steaks and hamburgers, and they have surf and turf in there. You know I like shrimp, man. I like me some shrimp, man. That's you. in there as well. So check it out. Of course, Omaha Steaks, a provider of some of the meat here at the Let It Fly Sports Bar as well, and definitely always a great time to get Omaha Steaks for a present. According oh, no. to stats, one, receptions one, and yards. One, how about we say 1B? You want to go 1A, 1 Look, you, yeah. it's, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. You we know, know, we won 1B because he say number two, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Boulder's own and, of course, former <laughs> Nebraska Cornhusker wide receiver Kenny Bell you, joining us here. Of course. I appreciate you yeah. guys having yeah. me. See, I, was, I had this whole dramatic thing, and you just jumping down. Let me give the eye. <laughs> because I was gonna, here It was all dramatic. I, 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 I was feeling you That's why we're on a two-shot. I'm training him. I'm trying to work with him. I'm working my best with him. Tell me what you're doing with yourself now. Oh, man, I'm actually. Actually, I, re- I recently moved to Omaha back in March. I'm in IT sales. Um, nice. I had some success over the past few years setting up Colorado as a ter- or a territory and moving around. And my boss asked me, you know, is there another territory you think you could do that in? And you, I mean, Like, I always wanted yeah. to come to Omaha. <laughs> Makes, <laughs> sense. Makes sense. <laughs> that was a no-brainer. So yeah. moved back here in March and uh, – I was back home living in Colorado now. Yeah, you guys know how much I love Colorado. Yeah, yeah. we going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just feeling a little complacent, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think the best way to, you know, uh, challenge yourself and sure. grow as, as, a, as an adult is to get out of your comfort zone. So 
I, I dove back to Omaha, which is way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 59 miles out of your comfort zone. anybody, you know, so far yeah. from home. So, right. Yeah. Nah. Just thinking back as a college athlete, uh, when you when you committed and played and did your time at Nebraska, um, you had a pro opportunity, you played. Did you ever see yourself, like, when you were at Nebraska, like, man, I can see myself living there one day? Or did it just kind of happen? At the time, I was I was stubborn, right? So I, I was like, man, I can't wait to get back to Colorado. I'm going to play forever in the league. I'm yeah, gonna, like, sure. I'm going to play 10 years. I'm going to be, you know, a Belitnikoff winner, all this. Um, but reflecting on it, all the time that I spent and with the people that I got to interact with, I was lucky to know. Um, I, I really built a network, really subconsciously. It was really just yeah. making relationships. Yeah, you just know, being yourself. Time and sticking here. with them. Yeah. Uh, and then as I wrapped up football – and started in this IT business, and I realized, you know, networking is everything and being around, you know, great people is everything. Right. I mean, moving to Omaha and being here, for that was a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I want to kind of go backwards. So after playing, you did some Big Ten Network stuff. You did some TV stuff, yeah. media. What was that like for you? You know, I'm still with the Big Ten Network. Okay. Actually, I, I do that seasonally, so – Come football season, I'd do some side gigs with them. Are you I, still doing the golf thing? Yeah, so that, I, is, yeah. that was really <laughs> yeah, cool. I like so, that. Yeah, so yeah. I got a I got a golf show with them where called Link Up, where I go back and I uh, meet up with Big Ten legends. We yeah. play nine yeah. holes. It's really it's really focused on meeting the Big Ten for sure. You know, sure, people more so than the golf. But I mean, it's an excuse yeah. to go. You know, go play golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how um what what's your what's your degree? Uh, I actually double majored in uh, history and business administration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Show yeah. off. And then, I, I, well, and then I, I, I uh, or excuse me, I, I double majored in ethnic studies and history, and then I mi minored in business administration. Right. So, so and I'm not. I, I don't know if it's so much as a show off because if you go back to when we had to be in school, yeah, we didn't have nil deals. So man, we, we I'd had be to saying work, the same thing. We had to work during the summer. Yeah. To pay your to pay your bills because you sure. didn't get a scholarship check. Right. Uh, during right. the summer, so yeah, we could all you get Pell, you guys a lot of guys apply for Pell grants back then? We did, yeah, yeah, we, that's the best yeah, way to get extra money. Of, yeah, a lot of our scholarship yeah. guys were on Pell, Pell grants, so yeah, for that, sure. That's what now that's when like nowadays kids are driving. You thought you, you, thought you was on back then, yeah, man, with Pell Grant here, they was like, man, we're going we to own, Sizzler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for so, sure, uh, yeah, it's, times yeah. are different. How did you package that? Like, um, I mean, with a double major degree. Like, do you think it's more so of your personality and who you are, how you stumbled into everything you're doing, or did you always kind of have the, the road or the path to go yeah, the route you're at now? My degree is just passion. I love history. It's something that I just like studying. Yeah. Um, as far as what I'm doing in terms of IT business, it's what my folks have been into since, yeah. uh, since I was a kid. So uh, my mother worked at a company called Storage Tech. My okay. father worked at EMC, okay. both huge IT, yeah. you know, kind of juggernauts. And that's mm -hmm. what... Uh, my stepfather was doing mainly when I was in school at Nebraska. Yeah. So um, it's something that I always imagine myself getting into that profession. So that's good. Yeah. Kenny Bell joining us here on the let it fly show. The thing I've learned the most hanging around athletes and doing these things is when you get hurt, you're alone. Man. Rehab's lonely. There's depression in there dealing with that. It's great to have your family, but you're usually away from them. Yeah. How did you deal with those four or five years the NFL being banged up, being hurt all the time. It was like yeah. every year, right? Oh, man, every year. Yeah. Uh, poorly, you know, looking looking back on it, I'll be forever thankful for my NFL experience, right, because it made me kind of who I am today mm -hmm. as well as uh, Husker football. But by no means do I look back on it and be like, man, I really, like, took advantage. I don't want to say took advantage of a man, but it really panned out because yeah. whether, um, whether it was a hamstring, an oblique, or yeah. – I mean, I, I think a lot of people don't realize – how I mean, guys are out there hurt. Not yeah, just, not like just playing injured, hurt practice. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. yeah. Well, is it because of the, uh, the sustainability? Kind of like since it's a business, it's like you hurt, you might get next cut. guy may take you. Yeah, job. yeah. Yes, <clears throat> and I think it's the, a little bit of archaic traditions of football, right? Yeah, like no right. other sport has a month long training camp where you go beat each other up yep. um, for that long. And now, does that prepare you? I, we don't have enough data, in my opinion, to say training camp benefits you and not having training camp doesn't because if you if you take the argument that I have is like you need to take it easy on these guys they're beating each other up before the season gets going and right. you have a 20 week long season like the league yeah I mean you're you are hurt wow I mean, that's why yeah. you, I mean guys are getting surgery every year after yeah. the season a lot yeah. of people don't know that either I mean wow. you know, well look at look at a guy like Walter Jones who I remember held out it felt like every right. year for Seattle Man. and he never played in the preseason right I think he had like a 13 or 14 year career yeah, yeah. there's something to be said about not taking the extra punishment and, yeah I mean 
and you're not a, not just that, but I mean, you took you take the guys like running backs, right? Yeah. Like the number of miles that those dudes have on each other, right. getting yeah. out of getting out of college, man. I mean, you talk, and then you get three or four years into the league, and they're disposable. They're disposable. They're yeah. disposable because they know another kid is coming, and they know that those. Yeah. The, I mean, you're 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 spent money, right? Yeah. At that point, no, at that you're show, right. You're, yeah. It's kind of like as I hear you talk, I think about hard knocks. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I watched that a lot just because I like the intensity of the preseason right. and things and then watch the teams play. But um, just talking to you kind of makes me feel like there's a part of hard knocks that's not even shown. Oh, man. You know, yeah. and that's the day to day of how the players feel taxed after the practices and stuff. It's not just that, but I think there's a even if I could, I don't I wouldn't want to be an actual fly on coaches in front office you know, meeting rooms. Gotcha. The things that they say about, and I'm not saying, oh, no, woe is me as a player. Obviously, I have a biased opinion. I'm For coming sure. from a player's point of view. Sure, right. But the, you're not treated like you're not a player. You, you're you most certainly a you're You're, you're, you're a, a commodity. Commodity. Exactly. commodity. You know, yeah. and, that's, and that's not, I'm, and again, you, you choose that lifestyle. This is the road you, you want to go down. You sign up for that. For sure. But there is something to be said about how business is conducted yeah. And the things that go on behind closed doors right. in what is the apex predator of sport of professional sport, which is yeah. the NFL. I mean, there's right. we'll go down a rabbit hole in terms of uh, guys that are being denied money or right. th- stuff yeah. like that, like the stuff that's going on in Indianapolis. Yeah. I at least appreciate that Ursa is saying the yeah. quiet part out yeah. loud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, so no doubt. Yeah. yeah, when those kind of things come up, it's like yeah. I look at it like, yeah, obviously, what do People are upset, but I'm right. like, how do you guys think that this business has been has been conducted over the years? So sure. Jonathan Taylor went Man. his first two years. Not only did he not miss a snap, he didn't miss a practice. Man. He didn't miss one practice. That's a tough grind. And then he's sitting up there, and he's one of the best backs in the league, and they're talking about how, you know, we're not going to pay him. Well, mm. the, well it doesn't the, make any sense. The crazy part of it is the the loyalty to the, to the logo versus the player, mm-hmm. and that's, that's where – the NFL knows it has so much power, right? Because right. the Shield, the NFL yeah. Shield, right. has a lot more power than the NFL PA right. logo, right? Sure, right. Yep. And that's the same, but that's what sport is. That's what makes sports so beautiful, right? Yeah. Is because the organization, like I know for me, the yeah. Huskers, they come first. Like yeah. you, put, you put your team, yeah. your organization, right. your family, yeah. you put them above all. Right. And it's just interesting to see how that trickles into professional sport because – it doesn't translate. It doesn't translate. It's, it's business. It's right. Not, yeah. Man. So. Yeah, that's tough. That's why some players that play like in Green Bay right. talk about how it's as close as they can be to when they were in college. Yeah. Because it's a small community. It's owned by the, the fans. It's just a different yeah. feeling. But you're yeah. playing in New York or you're playing in California. You or, just can look at the yeah. – you don't even have to go to big market teams. You can just look at transactions every year. When I got drafted, the Bucks, I was excited. But at that time, the Bucks were the – Losing his they, team, team in NFL, NFL history. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and not only that, the past three years, they had had the most transactions throughout the entire year wow. as an organization. Yeah. Man. So those are things like – So you had a different a experience from, yeah, from the jump. But, but mm. as a rookie, I didn't see those kind of things. I was yeah. like, I got – I made it. I made it. I'm going to It's a celebration. Respect, respect. And then, you know, you get hurt, things happen, and you're looking at – you're sitting there in your second year – you don't have the coach that drafted you. Mm. Yeah, right. And you're looking there, and now, I mean. Dan, you worried timing, about, yeah. Timing opportunity is everything in the NFL. You count that. There's 1,696 guys yeah. on an active roster during the year in right. the NFL. You, I think you'd be naive to think there's only 1,700 people in the, or in the United States that could play on Sundays. Right. right. Now, right, I'm not right. saying everybody can. Yeah. But mm. there's – there's there's yeah. some leeway here now yeah. in terms of who's getting opportunities, who's right. you know. So man, that's life. That's yeah. That's why football, not not just football, but sport is such a microcosm of life, right? Right. Everything that I've learned yeah. in football, I have certainly taken. Sure. Right. To do you, what I'm do doing you now. think that you um it, like did you have did you did like sports change the way you seen like things in your life once you got hurt? Or did you always have this perspective of how cutthroat it was? No, I always knew how cutthroat it was. Because your dad, right? Because of my father, yeah. yeah. So I always had a really good idea of what was going on. Yeah. But that also Yeah, your dad, that's yeah, right. That also that's doesn't right. rub coaches and front office people the right way. Really? Either. Like, yeah, I mean, you, this is, and that's not a bad thing, I don't think, necessarily. You want somebody that is diehard committed to your organization. For that's sure. not just professionally. That's college. That's everything. But – it's hard to get that kind of 
reaction out of someone that right. is now working a nine to five. They're not going to school with their buddies. Right? Yeah. Like, and then you talk about the differences in the locker room when you got a 22 year old kid and a 36 year old man. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the, those locker rooms don't always mesh the exact same, right? Like, you don't, you're not going to go every single thing I did in college was with all my buddies. Yeah. There's sure. zero right. relatability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of these guys are so going home did. to yeah. wife and kids. Yeah. yeah. Some, Dang, yeah, so that's deep. Very, that's grandkids sometimes. <laughs> what, 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 what's it like, um, like with all the turmoil, wear and tear? What, what's the NFL pension, uh, Mark? How long you got to be in there before they say, all right, we got you? You have to have a certain amount of games played. Games. Like, it's really only games. three years yeah, now like, if you play seasons, yeah. right? So I don't, I'm not sure what it is it's now. Less I than think it used they to take be. A little bit better care of the P squad guys, but like me, yeah, yeah no pension, no anything. I, right. They just work you like a dog, and then, and then you just kick you out. Yeah, well, the crazy thing about P squad is is because it's a tryout every week, right? Right. right? right. So if, if you're not up to snuff, they'll just cut you and you're out the door. Right. Tough. I spent. I mean, it was. Yeah. I can't even count how many weeks in, in yeah. Baltimore that I was on P squad. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I left, when I left Baltimore, I asked. I told him I was like, I'm just signing my futures you, contract. Exactly. What it's called with yeah. Denver. Right. Because right. I feel like I'm not getting a shot here. Right. Harbaugh lost it on me. That's really. Oh man, it was bad. Because you was looking out for yourself? I was trying to. So it was, it was one of the worst experiences I had ever had in the NFL because I had a great relationship with the coaching staff, coaching staff. There yeah. at right. the time. I, I showed up every day. I worked my tail off. Sure. Right. I was a P-squad just grinder. That's what right. I had. Yeah, you just that, playing. At yeah. that point in my NFL career, that's what I knew. Yeah. Right? So it was my third year in the league. I knew that if I wasn't the hardest-working dude or right. one of – Sticking out every single yeah. day. It was like that show. That was your niche yeah. to yeah, keep you that there. Was, that was for sure. That mm-hmm. was all right. This dude works his tail. Yeah, we need him. Around. Yeah, but at the end of that, I was hurt. Like I was. Yeah, it was weeks and weeks of practices, and I wasn't getting paid for active roster. Yeah. And right. They, at the end of the season, they uh, activated a dude named Quincy Adebojo. Uh-huh. He was a rookie wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Great receiver. Good yeah. dude. Right. But at that time, I had been with the Ravens for two years, two years. on P-Squad. Yeah, and I was right. Like, Why you activate me? Give me one shot, yeah. and if you guys don't like me, cut me, and cut I'll me. go to another just team. Just cut me. Right, yeah. right. But at that point, it felt like they were just keeping me there on P-Squad, not, like, showing right. me to anybody. No doubt. So yeah. now that this might be my own, you know, sure. yeah. biased opinion about yeah. myself, but that stuff goes on around the league. It's for like, sure. If you, don't want, if you don't want other teams to see a guy. You can make it happen. You can make that happen. Man. If you don't want him in the league. You, you can, can make, make that, that happen. happen. Right. Yeah. I, I got a story about um, when I got hurt in Tampa Bay, I was at every single practice. Yeah. I, had, I took notes every single week. I gave a yeah. presentation to the quarterbacks and the wide receivers at the end of the Dang, week. Dang, you was a vet at that for time. A whole, for a whole yeah. year, yeah. a year and a half almost. Wow. My defensive coordinator in Tampa Bay got fired, and he went up to Baltimore. Right. I ended up getting fired from Tampa Bay. He went up to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Like, Third or fourth week, I'm in Baltimore. I get called into Harb's office, and he says, "Hey, uh, Coach Fraser says you don't like to uh, you don't like to practice. You don't like oh, to work hard." Oh, what? What? And I was like, "That's the epitome of who I am." Leslie Fraser? Yeah. What? And I was like, "Coach Fraser and I are we're in Tampa. We I, we yeah. have a good rapport, right?" Yeah. And he's like, "I know, but he, this is what he, the coaching staffs in Tampa Bay said about you, and this has traveled all the way from Tampa to." Uh, Baltimore with me. Wow. So those kind of things happen a lot yeah. to a lot of guys. And, and it was, I was like, I didn't get to practice for a full year. I had a torn mm-hmm. hamstring. And Tim, right. How is it? How, yeah. Yeah, how, how could you not be practicing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. yeah, you like to practice because you're hurt. So yeah. Yeah. It, it's stuff like that. Um, but it's, again, it's a microcosm of life. That's yeah, not, for that's sure. That's no different than yeah. the, the thin walls that go on between businesses and people no doubt. saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah, right. It follows you everywhere. Kenny Bell joining us here on Let It Fly Show. Let's go back to Nebraska and talk about Bo Pelini because I know you respect Bo a lot. A lot of players love Bo. But we all see Bo screaming. We yeah. see Bo yelling. <laughs> That's what we think of when we see Bo. Um, what was what was Bo Pelini like? Well, to be fair, when I think of Bo, I think of him yelling. Okay, good. So, hey, hey. <laughs> it's all right. He yeah. never, yeah. We grow now. He, we never, now. he never yelled at me. Yeah. <laughs> all I got to say. He must right. been in the right spot He never time. yelled yeah, right. at me one uh, time. Right. But the, the thing about Bo is – He's he's from an, a a cloth of coaching that doesn't you don't see really. It doesn't yeah, exist yeah. no more. It doesn't exist because right. I don't know. If, I don't want to say if kids can't handle it, but that's not how they, they can't handle it. They, yeah, it's not how yeah. they. Yeah, they unless don't you're from like Youngstown, right. you're probably yeah. not going to be like it's that. It's like yeah. you as a yeah. it's like now as a culture of kids where you got to respect me as a kid before right. I respect you as a coach. Yeah, I'll which tell is, you. 
makes that, sense with yeah. what's going on. Yeah, with with life as people, but that's yeah. not coaching. I'm like, worried about it. What buy it, in. Yeah, I'm worried about what it means in terms of the next generation of athlete. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of when they hit the yeah. workforce, because they for sure. inevitably will. Yeah. Um, but in terms of playing for Bo, you got you got everything that you poured into the program. Bo would pour into you. definitely. That's what that's that's what, big. That's how yeah. I would that's how I would put it. Like, for yeah. sure. You wanted to come in there and kind of. Lollygag. Shuffle around and not really buy in and want to be a part of what we had going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, at that time, it was we had pretty the, good. We had we had some momentum, thinking that we could. Oh yeah. We could make some noise. No doubt. Um, and we, I mean, we did. We had the players. We just didn't execute. Yeah. When the when the lights were on for, for the sure. big ones. And I've got I'll I've got no problem wearing that one. I, yeah. I know for a fact when the lights were on and we had the big ones. Yeah. We didn't show up for the, for those. Yeah, but statistically, was that the coach's though, fault? You think? No. Because so this one, guess, let me go like this. I know how it was <clears throat> in weeks of big games about how tense it could be in practice because. Yeah. Bo had that. That I heard Will Compton talk about it before. Yeah. Does it kind of did that lend into the game or bleed over? There was certainly aspects of scared to fail. Yeah, there, I can I can see that because like, mm. the last thing yeah. he wanted to do was get yeah reamed by sure. the headman right because he no one I mean. He wasn't afraid to do yeah, it. He was no. good at it, too. Yeah, he was yeah, really right, no good doubt. at it. He was yeah. really good at it, yeah. It should be a, it should be a, tear up, yeah. and we were like, we thought we were young, tough, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, man. Yeah, it should be yeah. a healthy balance, though. Yeah, but, yeah. but it, that's what was never shown was that healthy balance. Yeah. Was him, mm. you know, putting his arm around you. Yeah. So, I, I love him, you, by the way. Yeah, was yeah. him. Yeah. I bust your chops, but at right. the end of the day. Which, which he wasn't the kind of dude that would really, like, you know, hey, not like Coach Riley, where it's like you know, yeah. really show the kids love. But yeah. he had his own way of yeah mentoring you. For sure. And, but it was it was. I mean, he was a mean. He was a tough mean love. How man. was you yeah, able like, to ball though? I mean, you led the team in receiving four years. You know, like how like with everything that you went through, and you said uh, that you can take accountability as a teammate for the team. Like, how were you able to still top perform? How how did, how did it not affect you, or is it just your skill? I really think it. Was, I was. Right time, right place for me. Mm. Um, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm, I, I don't have faith in my skills as a wide receiver, but, man, right. the dudes that I played with. Yeah. When you guys – Wester Camp. Man, well, I'm, I'm talking – yes, obviously. He was cold. Just the whole team. The team. Yeah, you're right. Offensive right. alignment. No, you're right. You're right. You're our, right. Front, our front seven, you're right. coupled with how uh, Taylor and Amir – or at the when I first got there, when – Taylor and Roy, Roy yeah. and Rex were yeah, in the background. I mean, crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, you're right. And then Amir came to town, and no one really knew. Yeah, because he Amir, came with all three of those right? backs. He came yeah. with, yeah. Her, he came with sure. Aaron Green and Braylon Hurd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no one really expected yeah. Amir to be that dude. Right. right. Like, no I mean, we got it four, five days into yeah. his rookie or his freshman right. camp. That's when, and when you first heard about like, it. Oh, man. This dude's different. That's when we heard about it. He had dreads, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was thugging. He was thugging. He said he grew out of that. I think I think Fresno State, he had a kick Kick off return. Yep, yep. He did. And that's when Amir took off. Yeah. And it was Amir and Rex. And between those two and Taylor running it the first two years, it's like, all right, if you don't have seven in the box, we'll – we're yeah, gonna hurt you. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for so sure. So at that point, it was just like, all right, I just get yeah. to run post routes against one-on-one. That's easy. Like, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you yeah. – I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I think I had 19 Not, touchdowns, you, I thought it was 19, like exactly 19. Yeah, I think yeah. – I think, It was 19. There was 19 of them. I think maybe 17 and or 18 sense. of them. It makes sense. So you're saying because of what you had, minutes. you were able to uh, maximize on your role. Absolutely. Yeah, dang. Yeah, because after that, when Tommy started playing too – Yeah. I mean, Tommy was yeah. every bit right. the runner, and I mean, he didn't have yeah. the same speed that Taylor had. But right. you talk about a dude that yeah. would strap it on, and right. he's going to play tonight. Yeah, yeah. Tommy's a dude. Let, let me, dude let Tommy me played you. through a hamstring that Tommy's was like torn from the bone. Tommy's a monster, and went out there with like the taped up like yeah. KT tape. That dude. Oh man, that dude. Was a, <laughs> I, there, some of the times that he would he yeah. would deliver the blow on some people. Yeah, like, yeah. Would yeah, you consider? Nebraska. I mean, you're from Colorado. You can't deny Deion Sanders back at the crib. Yeah, you kind sure. of talk about that. You being from Boulder, yeah. And like, what does that what does that mean to you for for the city and the the light is shining on that city and state for college football? Man, it's what I've dreamed of as a kid. Obviously, I love Nebraska. Sure. there's no question. But yeah. being born and raised in Boulder, I'll yeah. always have a soft spot for the Buffs. I'll always love that mm-hmm. program. Sure. Um, where they're at right now. 
couldn't be a better situation for the Colorado Buffaloes, right? To have all eyes on them, lights on them. Some people don't like that, but in terms of where you want a pro, like resurrecting a program, Mm -hmm. that's what you need. Now, they got to translate to wins. Yeah. We talked about that. Kind of quickly, too. When you talk about about a schedule. Is it it possible for them to translate that to wins now, from your perspective? I mean, I know you're from the crib, so you kind of watch. Imagine 50 new people walking in to fall camp. Yeah, that's what. So I think that just. Yeah, but how many of the 50 me, new people are just average versus above average? Well, even people. if they're even really so, good, even so, <laughs> if, in in my mind, especially looking at the buff schedule, and I'm I'm not a naysayer. I want if the Buffs go bowling this year, that'd be incredible. They, it would that, be. Yeah, that, coach I mean, of that's year. What you, I mean, you're from there, so yeah, nobody from Nebraska feel yeah, no yeah, type yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, they, if if the Buffs can do what what year was it that we were five and seven and got invited? Uh, oh yeah, so 2015, Tennessee, 2015, right? yeah, 2015, yeah, if UCLA. Do something like that. Yeah, like they they win five games and they steal a big one from like yeah. Oregon or USC. Yeah, yeah. That may like that would yeah. be. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, so if you look at if all roads or not all roads, but you if I were the Huskers or the Buffs, September 9th is circled is a huge game. Sure. I mean, yeah, we talk about that a lot. The does the Huskers have their hands full with the Gophers, right? Yeah. yeah. The Coach, Coach Fleck runs a good program up in Minnesota. They've yep, been yep. a solid program. So yeah. if we can get one up there, that's a huge – we start the season off big yeah. conference win. It's like True. either or for both teams. Exactly. Wow. If, if the Buffs can find a way to beat TCU. <laughs> yeah. Stay within two touchdowns of TCU. Yeah. That's going to be tough. You're talking about both teams are 1-0. and Exactly. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, the media hype is there. But yeah. even so, if both teams drop one, yeah. sure. now we're talking about momentum through the rest of the month. Man, the we've, 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 we've talked about know, all of this. That's game. crazy. La- big game. Last thing before we get to Team Jack. So I, I posted this about the recent Rushmore since 1998 for <laughs> wide receivers. <right? laughs> and I said, I said, Kenny – and Stanley were the locks. I think you guys are locks. You're one and two in almost all the stats. No, uh, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> no, he tripped. So then I put Nate Swift, <laughs> Quincy, Westerkamp, and Mo Purify to pick the last two spots. They voted for Swifty and Westerkamp. Yeah, there's, yeah, that's not. Is I, that right? Is it right? I don't know if it's right. Is it wrong? It's definitely not wrong. Yeah. Right. But in terms of our fan base, I I understand. Yeah. Those two picks. Yeah, and you, 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 a hum, I mean, you, you a humble dude we to me. Take, but did we take Irving out of the conversation? No, he's talking about modern day. Oh, modern, modern day. day. So no, modern 1998. Irving is the greatest. 1998. We got to take Johnny Rogers uh, out too. Yeah. 1998 on. So we just ended, you know, 97 championship from there know, on. Because here, JD, look at these. You got, JD is, you got JD Spielman, who could have set a record here. Terrence Nunn, Niles Paul. Some of these guys are eye tests. DeMornay Pearson L. I mean, obviously had a great career. But the eye test. If I was going to, if I was going to argue for someone, I would argue for JD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put up huge numbers. Man, that dude, if he played if he, he played his senior year, year yeah, if he, he passed everybody's he, numbers, yeah. He's on top. Like, For sure. Yeah, this conversation have. isn't being had because right. he yep. – Hey, hey you mentioned Niles Paul. That was my that, – oh, that's man. one of my child. That's my childhood best friend. Yeah, so Niles – Yeah, kind of from your perspective, yeah, kind of talk about Niles. Niles was the man. He, he set the tone for me or for our entire room when we were young that, that first year because I got redshirted in 2010 when I was his senior year. His senior year. You talk about the guy that set the tone for how we went out and blocked in the run game yeah. for mm-hmm. the rest of our career. That's what he we did. Walked, we looked at Niles because yeah. Niles set the tone that year, and Niles passed that to BK. BK obviously passed that to Quincy. I, I can't say they passed it. Those are dudes that just big. Yeah, yeah big time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. like beating right. people up. Yeah, they like, yeah. 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 so, so I was never, I was never like, you yeah. know, I'm not a big dude like Niles. Quincy yeah, or but sure. you got the biggest you got the biggest hit though. But yeah, I had but you got I, the biggest I, hit. I did have the attitude like I was like, all right, we're yeah, yeah. If, the thing with us was like if you ain't you're not gonna get but five targets in a game, for yeah. sure, right? And you're gonna yeah. play sixty snaps, yeah. So yeah. how can you stand out on film? And exactly, that's how we yeah. had our fun. yeah. You still you still intact with all the guys you uh, from your class, right? For oh sure. yeah, definitely. That's yeah. good, man. We have a we have a group chat between myself, Comp, Jay Mitch, Amir. Quincy, Tariq Allen. That's good. And nice. Toby Okiemi, y'all, y'all mentoring yeah. any of the young fellas now, or what's up with that? Not here in Nebraska, but, I mean, Jay Mitch is running a, his own uh, training program out in uh, California, and he's, gotcha. he's doing very well with a lot of the yeah. young kids. So nice. Remember, um, what uh, was it 2011? What year was uh, when Jack Hoffman ran out on the field? 2012. 2012. 2012. Yeah. Kind of talk. I see you got the team, Jack. Yeah, tell us more sure. what you're doing, Liam. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm the uh, I'm the chairman for the alumni chapter of the – 
Team Jack Foundation. So every single year we try and put it on like two or three um, events mm-hmm. okay. to raise money and awareness for pediatric brain cancer. Um, I'm incredibly honored to still be a part of the, yeah, the foundation. Definitely. In 2012 when he had the run, I think 2013 was the first Team Jack Gala. What was the, what was the atmosphere like? To be there and to have him run, I, I, oh, man. I, I seen seen highlights and things, but what was, was that like? Yeah, I mean, if when people ask me what my favorite moment as a Husker is, is undoubtedly that moment that Dang. Jack ran that yeah. uh, touchdown for the spring game because it kind of it was really a representation of how our fan, like how our football team yeah. operated yep, yep. for sure because yeah. we did we we were might have been tough to get along with yeah but we, that. But that, like, yeah. that was the love, and that was the yeah. uh, support that we For showed sure. one another, and that that Rex had brought this young man yeah. into our into the fold, yeah. and now to still be friends yeah. with him now, yeah, um, it's incredible because that's huge. Like for yeah. me, um, I mean, I heard about the foundation, but like, I didn't know like who all was still directly involved and yeah. stuff like that. That's good. That's yeah, the cool. team walk they still do is yeah, huge. they still do the walk. Yeah, we huge. have the gala. We have yeah. a um, golf tournament we just we put on a couple months ago. So nice. I, Obviously, I stay in touch with the group I said, but then there's a whole other Team Jack group that I really stay in touch with, with Rex Burkhead, yeah. Jeremiah Searles, Frank sure. Quali, Spencer Long. Nice. Man. I mean, yeah. the support that we get from these guys 10 years after the fact, I mean, it's, well, it just speaks volumes of the kind of guys that I was you know, fortunate to go to school For sure. With. It was a great group, man. And, you know, there are a lot of people – Disappointed with you guys winning nine and ten games. And, Y'all were nice. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just now, real. now they would really like that back. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just I got saying. one more for you. Yeah, yeah go ahead. What'd you think about the Huskers this year? Uh, what, what, like, it, I always say to Michael, it's 51st days for me. Man. You know, um, what's the over under? What's the, what's the, what's the record? How we're, many wins? I mean, we're going bowling this year. Okay. I, I, I don't Six doubt wins yeah. at a minimum. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt okay. that we, we right. bowl this year. I'm really excited to see. You believe in Coach? Yeah, absolutely. You met him, uh, talked to him. I haven't, I haven't got to meet him yet. Um, I know, obviously, of him through uh, the players talking about how they ran into him. him. Yeah, he sure. wants um, you to come down there. I'm telling yeah. you, he wants everybody to well, come back. So I, I was gonna go down there. I was down there for meetings on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Practice had started at 8:30. I wrapped up. It was like 9:15, and yeah, I called yeah. Keith, and I, he was, he's like, "Let me ask the head man." I was like, "Listen, yeah. you guys." Yeah. I, I want to be around. I it was wanna, like I, it was kind of like in the midst them. of you yeah. just right. working. Yeah, yeah. but so, did, yeah, they they are they're down there. They have a one track mind. I know yeah. coach is in front of the cameras doing all the right things, saying all the right things. But no, they're working. At the end of the day, I know for a fact that they have a job to do. Yeah. So they don't need some alumni walking into practice sure. fifty minutes late. So I yeah. was like, I'll come by when I can. When yeah. the time be on is time, right, yeah, for not sure. be a distraction. Yeah, yeah. At the, you want to be a part of the, day, of the culture, yeah. not change yeah. it up. Yeah, most certainly. I want to. I want to be there for them, but yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be there to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you know, and, you don't come and, across yeah, as that type of guy. I want, I want them to. I yeah. understand yeah. that they have a job to do. So yeah, we're gonna see you in Boulder. Oh yeah. Are you gonna have one? I look at his face. The split jersey or no? You know, people got really upset with me. Last I know time, it's so stupid. It yeah. is what it is. It's bro. dumb. Well, I'm a Jasker. I played for Creighton. Well, the thing is, is I was wearing it because the front was Sam Fultz and the back oh, was yeah. uh, Rashawn Salam. Yeah. And I, we had lost them both. Yeah. Uh, we lost Rashawn in 19 and obviously yeah. uh, Fultz in 16. Yeah. yeah. And Rashawn Salam was, I mean, when I grew up, was I bet. one was, of my greatest, like, I love That's Rashawn why Salam. you were who you were type right. stuff. So, Inspiration. Mm. I wore a half Fultz, half Rashawn yeah. shirt and people lost it and I was like listen I understand that we're, we're Husker fans but this yeah. is paying homage to yeah. two of you know yeah. like do you know where I'm from yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like this is right. one of my best friends that I yeah. lost and yeah. you know a hero of mine that we lost that you know that was tragedy in Boulder yeah so, um I don't know, man. It's gonna be I fun. Might, you know what? I might, I might just wear some like Big Ten Network. There you yeah. go. It's like just wear not, a yeah. white not, not, Big Ten. That'll network. work. Now, that'll work. So right, my right. prediction. I hope everyone was, has fun on the back. I, <laughs> you funny. Have a good no, time. I stood on this. Yeah. I said that uh, Colorado was gonna get Nebraska this year. I think so. And I and it's only only reason why I say that he fell a lot when he was playing basketball. Man, I don't he fell, know. He fell. He fell a lot. Hey, we are gonna see. All right. I just think in terms see. of. It's just tough, man. But it's not that I'm not a Husker fan. It's, it's, just, I'm it's just, just tough what they have you know? to deal with. That many I, new players. Well, it's just – I agree. It's just – It's, it's like the Terrence see. Crawford, Errol Spence thing. Watch Nebraska beat Crawford. No. 
No. Watch Nebraska beat Crawford. I had Bud Crawford. By, yeah, we, uh, I told everybody like, to bet that. No, 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 he didn't say that. You didn't say I, that. I did say I, that. I'm, I'm 100%. I have documentation. Okay. No, listen, listen, listen. I have so much I documentation. I have money I, We all thought, we all knew, we all knew Bud was going to win, right? <laughs> we all knew and he was going to win. And him the ninth round. We didn't know he was going to beat him up like that. I don't know. I bet Bud. Like, who said that? Who told who told Thank I you. bet Bud was punching him like I can't <laughs> believe that he is just. I didn't think. I it was bet Bud was shot, but I thought I, they were they is, were as confident hey, as a team as I've ever I heard. I bet Bud was in the corner like confident. I yeah. can't believe I'm whooping his Red ass Spike like said, <laughs> I can't wait to everybody got to delete all the accounts. Whooping him, he said because it's gonna be on. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, uh, Saturday, yeah. uh, Bud got a big parade coming down here. And, Does um, he? I'm all, yeah, man. yeah, man. Uh, it's gonna be real awesome. Quick, I know we're about wrapping up, but I was I live over the over on over near Leavenworth. And okay. I was driving home, and Bud was jogging up. This was a couple months ago, and yeah. he was jogging up the, uh, the little like hill there. Hill right yeah, 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 yeah. I stopped to pull the U-turn like a like. Did you feel like a fan? It's all right. It's all right. That's fine. That's fine. Shout out Bud Crawford, man. I said, hey, Chip, you the man. Yeah. Right. over and everything. He gave you a thumbs up? Yeah. He said, no, no. Keep it going. There you go. Are you going to look like Spence? Kenny, man, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, man. Always. Always kind with your time, man. And it was great time watching you. And good luck in the future. Appreciate it. You're the man, bro. Thanks. All right. Thanks to Kenny Bell for joining Let It Fly show. It was awesome talking to Kenny. Man, legend. He's a legend. He, he is. is. Would you say the best modern day Husker receiver? Well, see, that's a debate. We, you know, we like we talked about Stanley Morgan put up incredible numbers, broke Kenny's yeah. records. So yeah. I, I feel like they're talking, one, they're one A one B. Yeah, talking to him like yeah. make you really think yeah. about perspective. He, he's yeah, he's sure. one of my favorite guests. I've had him on a couple different shows. Yeah, he's always great. And uh, he's a Colorado guy. I know. And a Nebraska guy. I know. Which is difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, so recent Rushmores, we talked about it with Kenny about the wide receiver one, but yep. we got the pipeline. Yep. Offensive line for Nebraska. I tweeted this out earlier Modern in the week. Day. Modern day since 1998. Because I know about my man Dave Remington. Yeah, it's not no Dave Remington <laughs> on this. <laughs> right. The problem is, though, there's pretty much three locks. Yep. And all those guys are from, like, right after 98. Yep. So it's like 99, 2000, 2001. Yeah. Those three guys all yep. were all Americans, Give right? Give me a list. Okay, the All-Americans are Russ Hochstein. Okay. He was first-team All-American in 2000. Played 12 NFL seasons, won two Super Bowls with anybody? They don't, they anybody? They, Russ Hochstein won two Super Bowls with anybody? The New England the Patriots. Patriots, right? Yeah. Then you have Tony Finotti, yep. who was a All American in 2001. Uh huh. First team All Big 12. He was also second team All Big 12 in 2000. And then Dom Riola. Hold on, let me say this real quick. Yep. Sometimes, don't you feel like people be putting extra sauce on people's name when they do stuff after college? You do, yes. I believe that people take into consideration your NFL or NBA or Major League Baseball career. I do. Okay, right. But for this, we're trying to take both. Right. I, so there, I, think, I, I just I want to make sure. I think you could have a great college career. That's why I included the three conference for sure. All-Americans. So you yeah. have All-Americans. That's You're one of the top five. Yeah. Offensive lineman in the country. In the country. That yeah. happened for these three guys. For sure. So I think you have to go with Hochstein, Rayola, and Spencer, and, um, sorry, Finotti, Hochstein, and Rayola. In that okay? order? Um, I probably would go Rayola one. I was about to say So let me same. give you Rayola stuff. Yep. Not only was he consensus All-American, yep. he also won the Remington for best center. Yep. Two-time first-team All-Big 12, yep. plus 14-year career. Yeah, man, that's All crazy. playing with the Lions. Yeah, that's crazy. The second-round pick, too, also was the highest of the picks. So yeah. I think he'd go Rayola if we're going to go in order. Yeah. Then and based on college playing, Finotti uh, and then Hochstein. But yeah. Hochstein had a better career yeah. than Finotti did. So then that leads you, and you know how normally we do four. Yeah. Because it is the president's, right, True. Rushmore. Right. I think we should do five. Okay. Because you got to have five offensive linemen. All right, respect. We ain't rolling out there respect, with four, right? Respect, respect, okay. respect. Okay. So right, here, respect, here are the respect. choices. Uh-huh. Spencer Long, who was a third-round pick. Had a six-year career in the NFL okay. and was first-team All Big Ten in 2012. Yep. Then Carl Nix. Yep. Now I'm not a homer. He did play for the Saints, but Carl Nix had a really good pro career. Now he played out of position here. He played tackle, went to the league and played guard. But Super Bowl champion with the Saints, first-team All Pro in 2011. First-team All Pro. Yep. That's special. Oh, I'm listening. Two-time Pro Bowl. He was the rookie All Rookie Team back in 08. He's in the Saints Hall of Fame. Yep. That is Carl Nix. It's a fifth-round pick. Yep. Matt Slauson. 
We all know Matt Lawson. Yep. Matt Lawson had a great pro career, played 10 years, yep. battled his butt off, was a really good player yep. here at Nebraska. Didn't really get any postseason stuff. Like, he didn't get, you know, conference player of the year. or right. He didn't get um, – he didn't get any of that stuff. Right. But great pro career. Yeah. Richie Incognito. I, inco- I was waiting on that name. Richie I was Incognito. Like, <laughs> Third-round yeah. pick. Yeah. 14-year NFL career. Yeah. Four-time pro bowler. Second team all Big 12 in 03. Okay? And then yeah. the last one. I think you got to give it to my man. Incognito? Come on, man. And yeah. then the other one is, and this is getting no run, though. Okay? I, yeah. I will read off to you the poll after we get this one. Gotcha. He's getting no run. But Brendan Hymas. Okay. Fifth round pick, still playing in the league, right? Third year in the NFL. Yep. He was only honorable mention in the All, all Big Ten. But. Yeah. Consecu- he has the record for the most starts at offensive line in Nebraska history. That's cool. In 40 of them. And he has the most freshman offensive line starts in not hit nine of them. That's huge. That's huge. You don't start as a freshman at Nebraska no. yeah, over no. the years. You definitely right. don't start offensive line-wise. Exactly. So I asked the question on Twitter. Yep. Put a poll up. Come on, uh, Twitter. Thank you, Elon, for still letting us do the polls for free. Right. And I said, <laughs> we have, we're going to do five of them. Let's I see. I said, I think we have three locks. Dom Rayola. Finotti and Russ Hochstein, hey, right? Incognito. Both teams. Pick, <laughs> pick two more, right? I yeah. asked you to pick two more. Yeah. 47.9% of the vote. Legend. Richie Incognito. Exactly. Now, didn't have a great career at Nebraska, right. but had a great, great career pro- in the yeah. NFL. And that's why I asked that question because I was no, like, it's big time. I was like, man, like some of these guys' secret sauce, like it's kind of like the, the work they put in in college kind of trickled over to the league. And he was the, the, the name I thought about. Yeah, and Richie was also one of the most yeah. athletic exactly. offensive linemen we've ever had. Yeah. He was turning out the combine exactly. before he got hurt at the yeah. combine. So he, yeah. Richie's very – He's why I asked that question. And then secondly, yeah. secondly, between Spencer Long and Matt Slauson – It's like close. close. 25.4% yeah. said Spencer Long. Long. Yeah. And Matt Slauson, 23.9. It's funny because Spencer Long had a better career at Nebraska. Right. Matt Slauson had a better career overall in the NFL. Right. Spencer Long was a higher draft pick, yeah. but Spencer Long, Matt Slauson had more of a career in the NFL. Yeah, right. So give us the uh, top four right now. So five. We got five. Well, five, sorry. Our five yeah. are going to be the All-Americans, right, first. You're going to go Finotti. Yep. And we're going to go Hochstein. Yep. And Rayola. Yep. And then on top of that, we have Spencer Long and Richie Incognito. That's our five. That's it right there. That's our five. That's yeah. our five. We think y'all agree. What's yours? If, if you don't, give us your Let opinion us of who you think is yeah, well. Tag us. Let it fly show. Special thanks to Kenny Bell yep. for coming on, chatting sure. with him. Yep. Special thanks to the king, of course, Val Elvis. My man. Our executive producer, I, I, Phil McClain. <laughs> I know what I wanted to say And then for Mac I also think about that. on video and post-production as well, taking we care of everything. Y'all, getting up. We appreciate everybody sure, as well. Sure. Coming up next week, more of a dive into the Husker season. Yeah. One week closer. We're getting close, man. We're getting close. We're we may have a player to talk to as yeah. well. And we'll move over to the defensive side for the recent Rushmore as well. Can't wait. So we'll do all that next yep. week as well. Josh, as usual, take us away. Hey, it's Josh Jones with my boy, Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show.